0: I'm Robin Amlow of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Shelby Austin, co-founder and CEO of Arteria AI. We talk a lot about legacy software. Well, here's another legacy issue, documentation. Shelby, why is digitizing historical documentation important?
1: What's interesting is that between 80 to 90%, of all of the data within banks is actually found in these unstructured formats. So in email and Word documents and PDFs, et cetera. So it's really just a volume issue in addition to everything else, which is that the overwhelming majority of IP found in these institutions is found in this format. And so we have to deal with it because it's so expensive the way it's being dealt with today in its current format.
0: I like the fact that you used the word found. I think possibly, though, that may be optimistic. One of the problems with all this data is that people can't find it in the format it's in now, because it'll be in a filing cabinet in one room. It'll be in a folder in another. It'll be on a PC in a third. It'll be on a laptop hard drive in another. I could go on and on and on. But that's a problem that the institutions have, isn't it?
1: Yeah so not only is everything stored which in some cases will maintain right we can't expect institutions to necessarily you know cobble together every single piece of paper in the entire institution in whatever format digital or native format we can't expect that to necessarily all be thrown together in one place but at a minimum what we can do is we can access what's in those documents and all of the data within that documentation and we're able to then use it in a bunch of places so In an ideal world, I think you're right. It would be much easier if we put everything in one single place and put it all together and we're able to use it uh, in a seamless way. But at a minimum, we should be able to use the information in a whole bunch of places and make it work seamlessly across the organization.
0: This data is valuable to institutions if they knew they had it, if they knew they could manipulate it.
1: Yeah, so so let's let's put it in a different format for a second. Like right now given the macroeconomic climate, every single bank in the world needs to look for transformation opportunities. Like the world is just rife and you know needs to transform. And even more troubling is, I think, the fact that 70% of all transformations fail. And we know that. I mean, we're looking at constant failures all over the place. What's neat about this transformation around data and around unstructured data and documentation is that it's never really been looked at in earnest. So as we're looking for new opportunities to sort of try and get us back on track in this climate, it actually presents a really unique one because the technology really didn't exist a few years ago. And so we're looking at like a new area where we can actually make an impact. If we look at the financial impact of something like this, someone did a study where it's said that for large institutions to get documentation signed, it costs between fifteen to $20,000 per piece of paper to get them signed with a customer, which is wild. And that's at the mid complexity point, not even at the high complexity where it can get into sort of six figure per piece of paper, which is, uh, which is crazy. And so if you look at all that and think, well, how do we get back on track? And how do we start finding these documents? And why is this so important? We can really think about it as, you know, the forgotten transformation or the transformation that was sort of neglected and never really considered, because it wasn't on the table. And so now is really, you know, a new era of things that can be, uh, you know, considered by senior
0: management. Well, you actually have to explain to people, as indeed you just explained to me why this is important, you have to explain to the senior management of the bank, this makes sense to do, and you have to hit them over the head with a baseball bat saying, this is why it makes sense.
1: Obviously, there's a huge rock here. You know, there's a lot of money that can be saved, and a lot of money to be made if we get this right. And how do we do that? Well, I guess a few things. The primary thing that we do is, you know, we're able to take documents from from generation. Like, where do they come to be? How do they come into the bank? Either, you know, intake through a third party, or if we're creating them, how do we get that together? And most importantly, what Arteria does is, no matter how we receive a document, if we create it or if we receive it, we're starting to stack a data model on top, and that kind of gives you three amazing, you know, interesting nuggets to get at. Number one. By putting together some common sense information around all this sort of data, we're able to say to people, what have you seen in the past? What might be available to you? What kind of information do you need to be better at your job to be a superhuman in that context? And so that's sort of number one. Number two is we're able to all of a sudden put people in a collaborative environment, meaning that rather than me having to email credit one thing and risk another and ops another and everyone all being on disparate chains, We're able to simply add people to formats where they can see and make collaborative decisions and also work with our customer much more closely and in real time. And then finally, and Robin, you may not know this, but, uh, but I have a background in addition to law and analytics. Um, and so we're all of a sudden able to surface all of this incredible data, which can be used for a whole bunch of different purposes, not the least of which is to figure out why things are bottlenecked, but also where we are from a market standpoint, how our customers are reacting to our positioning in the market as well, um, which can be hugely valuable when it comes to figuring out opportunities to expand our relationship with our customers or to figure out things like how do we price a bit better? How do we think about things a little bit differently in terms of what what the feedback is there?
0: It's about making the past digital so the future can exist in a sense. Because if you say to me that, as you did, 70% of all transformations fail, no wonder some people look at that kind of figure with fear and trepidation. But if you bring the opportunities that you can find to the fore through digitizing your documentation. And it's not just about documentation, but about documentation processes and about life cycles as well. There's more to be had.
1: I think that's where the nuance is and that's where it gets really exciting, is it's not just about the past. I mean, fixing the past is one thing, but if we can make sure that we don't break... The future before it happens. And if we can make sure that we actually put our processes into new formats so we can actually run a go forward process that makes sense in a truly digital way, we stop having to fix all of the broken things that we have in the past. So, what Arteria does is we cover both aspects. How do we clean up the future so that we never have to go through that huge digitization process again? And that's by making documents digital from the outset and really data first from the outset. And then also, how do we clean up our mistakes of the past and get everything back on board so that we can continue forward in a really, really clean format? Again, in an ideal world, we're putting together everything in one repository and being able to look at it. But even if we can't do that because that's you know a lot to chew on and can be quite expensive, how do we at least get that information available to every aspect of our information that requires it?
0: So how do you?
1: How do we do that? Well, I think to start with, you're really trying to look at something that's quite bottleneck, somewhere where you either have a lot of humans. I mean, what are the key hallmarks of any sort of transformative element? Where do I have a lot of humans keying in data would be a a problem that we solve. Or where do I have a lot of humans negotiating uh, contracts? Or even where do I have tons of people processing a particular kind of documentation process? Like, for example, I'm reminded of, of something where a third party had to go ahead and certify documentation received by one of these financial institutions, and they had no way of tracking what had been certified or not. Now, that's not something we typically think of as, as generating a contract or managing an onboarding process, but that's something where you know there was a ton of people doing a thing that involved documentation where we needed the data to get out of it. That's exactly the hallmark of where the challenges are. And again, what we're doing is we're taking it and we're saying, how do we apply a data model to this process in order to make people smarter, make them more efficient, and get better transparency to lower the risk and cost of the full process?
0: And where does the artificial intelligence angle come into this?
1: Oh, gosh, so many places. Whenever we think about how we apply a data model, we are always looking to do it first really simply. Can we just generate the document? And do we know that this clause is right here so we can just say, that's the clause you're looking for? And we can use a really simple automation tool there to try and sort that out. Or do we need to start to go ahead and use much more critical techniques? For example, have we received a document from a third party that has tables in it? And so then all of a sudden, we're using artificial intelligence, not just to say, what's the text that we're interested in, but how do we combine a text artificial intelligence process with other combinations of types of artificial intelligence to put them all together in a way to say, how do we actually get this data out? So as always, our rule is dumbest techniques first, because it you know, you're not going to take a, you know, a huge hammer and, and try and put in a little nail. And so we're always trying to look at using the simplest technology for any problem. But as we come up with more and more complex problems, we need more and more complex techniques and this is where we get into the multi-layered AI approach or what we call the tiramisu of AI where are actually stacking multiple techniques in a quite a complicated fashion on top of each other
0: and this is something that you're doing now already you are already working with financial institutions around the world on projects that tackle these issues
1: Indeed, we are. In fact, it's been quite frequently written about in the press. So I'm really pleased with that. Given it's uh, you know early days for us, um, we 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 we've had some lovely lovely co- coverage of where we're working with some of the largest banks in the world. And yes, have have been doing this for a long time because of our background, which is that we spun out of one of the largest consulting firms in the world. We have the privilege of being both a new, cool tech startup but also one that's had a product for a number of years now and the maturity both from a security and a product perspective to really go and address some of the big issues around the world.
0: Shelby Austin, co-founder and CEO of Arteria AI. Thank you very much.